Hello and welcome to the Reeton Entertainment 7-Hour Sports Podcast. I'm Nathan Reeton-Spruth here to talk about the wonderful world of cricket. Joining me today is our baseball correspondent, Andrew Aroa McFain. I like baseball. Yes, you do. It's your favorite sport. No. No, you, you asked me for my least favorite sport. Oh, oh, okay. So tell me, can you name two baseball teams? Uh, I live near the the Cardinals, and they okay. hate the Cubs. Oh, okay, so you can. So you know more about baseball than I do. Well, there we go. Yep. Okay, so what, we're re- what we are really here to do is talk about Apple. There was a uh, a little what was it, Apple Watch conference. Yeah, they called they it talk- the Spring Forward event because it's about time. Get it? Get it? They oh, did it. Oh yeah, did it right at the Spring Forward time of the year, and then they announced a watch. They're so cute. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so we should make our feelings known. This is not going to be an unbiased podcast. Nope. This is going to be a very biased podcast because Aro and I, well, at least me, we hate Apple. I want to hate them more than I do. I hate them as a company, but I can't deny that they are kind of one of the only companies out there that are willing to try new and different things with their products because they know they can get away with it. Um, I don't think anybody could make like a horrible screw up as bad as Apple could and still recover from it or even profit from it. Well, yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, We will talk about that. But uh, let's you're the one with all the stuff on there. So because you you actually watched the conference. All I did was watch Twitter because I was at work. So um you'll start it off and tell me what we're talking about first. Okay. Well, um, here's the stuff we can not really talk about, but they made a big deal of by putting it in the conference for some reason. Um, first off, Apple's partnering with HBO. Uh, they're going to do HBO with no need for a cable subscription now. And that's their new thing. I don't remember what the product's called, but it's going to be only on Apple TV. And okay, I actually, actually remember this. It's HBO Now. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, you'll be able to do on your Apple TV that people are still buying for some reason. Um, you, you'll be able to watch HBO without having to have cable. So, And then they're, they're going to be doing that with other companies afterwards, but Apple paid them a lot of money to put Game of Thrones on Apple TV first. Uh, but, but now... We should mention also that the Apple TV is now only $69. Only $69. That's uh, yeah. It's $30 off the price of the product that I think came out three years ago now uh, and hasn't changed at all since then. Um, and on top of that, other things have come out, such as the Roku, uh, the Chromecast in particular, that have more features uh, than the Apple TV and are compatible with both Android and iPhone and are cheaper, uh, a lot cheaper. The Chromecast is $35 and has, you know, an app ecosystem, unlike the Apple TV, which has what it has on it. And that's it. Well, yeah, there's also the Amazon Fire TV and yeah. the Fire Stick. 
Yeah. Yeah. Those, those also exist. I mean, I don't pay attention because I'm sorry, Amazon, until they get Google play store certification, there's no way I'm ever going to buy any of their fire products because well, just to be fair, I actually have an, uh, an Amazon phone. I bought that a couple weeks ago and I do have Google play on it without rooting it. Really? Yeah, there's a there's a way you can do it, and there's a guide. Oh, is it like uh, it's probably like how you get it on the BlackBerry phones? S- yeah, you have to like download it. it. Yeah, you have to like download the uh, the service packs and everything. Yeah, and then install them with an APK. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but you can get it. So there's that. That's how I was able to get Snapchat, so I can see your penis when you send it out. That is right. Uh, but in any case, so, okay. yeah, that happened. Um, Apple TV is apparently still a relevant product, according to Apple, even though no one talks about it. And the only people I know that own one are, well, is the place that I work at, and they're getting rid of them. So we we have a few at the place I work at as well. Um, they bought them for a trade show, and they used them once. And then never use them again. Yeah. So I was tasked with the uh, the job of actually finding a use for them, <laughs> which was my boss wanted something that would project anybody's computer to a TV that they can just project their screen onto the TV and show presentations and stuff like that. So they didn't have to get a laptop or have everyone huddle around a computer. Yeah, that was the idea of ours. Yeah. And so I got something called the... Air Parrot. Yep. Yeah, that's what we use. And it works, actually works fantastically. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a use for an Apple TV. If you have one laying around, you can use Air Parrot to project your computer screen to your TV. Air Parrot is $15, and they're not paying to have me say that. Yeah, because uh, if they were, I would have said no anyway, because, uh, you know, you could just get a Chromecast for $35. I guess if you already have the Apple TV and you're just like, fuck, am I going to do with this? I guess then, you know, you can pay the other $15. But it's... To, to be fair, to be fair, AirParrot is better at projecting the... It, it works more seamlessly with projecting just your entire desktop to your TV than the Chromecast does. Because I have a Chromecast, and it's kind of buggy. Yeah, I, I haven't actually tried doing that, so I really wouldn't know. Um, yeah. You can also, I think, doesn't Microsoft have some kind of thing? It's like Miracast. Yeah, but like that a... only works on that's only works on 8.1, or 8 and 8.1. It doesn't work on Windows 7. Oh, yeah, and any workplace is still going to have 7. So Exactly. So All right, well, un- unless they upgrade to Windows 10 uh, when it comes out. Yeah, which they won't. Because no, there, not, there not are companies Windows. that I know of that still have XP. So, yeah. Okay. But so. we're getting sidetracked. And yes. End of that story <laughs> is if you have an Apple TV, it's still useful for putting your computer on so you can watch porn on the big screen. Exactly. All right. Next, next topic. Uh, the next thing they announced was that China has another Apple retail store. No one cares. Then they said research kit. How Apple's going to they 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 they're going to revolutionize how healthcare research works, um, and this is actually one of the things 
during this conference that they blew completely out of proportion, but that I was like, you know what? They're not entirely exaggerating this time, mainly because it's open source, which I was really surprised about. They, they did this big video that I was like, oh boy, it's Apple saying, look, we made a new API for the iPhone so that you can use the accelerometer to track if you are crippled some bullshit like that but then at the end of it they were like oh and also we want this to be available to people on all platforms so it's actually helpful so it's open source so you're gonna see this apple product on android devices and possibly even windows phone devices though i wouldn't count on that uh within the year supposedly so that's really cool um it it'll probably not really change things as much as they think it will or at least that they're saying it will but i can see you know in the future somebody making something better uh that could do something like this i think that uh because what it is is it's utilizing the smartphone to send health related research data off to you know universities and hospitals and stuff like that so that instead of having you call them to join in a research project, they just pop up a notification on your phone and say, hey, we're doing we're doing this healthcare research. Do you want to opt into that? And they just track like either the accelerometer in your phone or it'll you know ask you to answer some survey questions every day, something like that. And it's a lot more convenient for the people participating. And it also gets them way more data than they normally would. Because I don't know about you, but the only time I ever see or hear about an advertisement for like a like depression research or something like that it's when i go to the hospital like they don't really put those up everywhere and since a lot of people you know look at their phones all day anyway having something like this that's always around is a, is a really awesome idea and i'm glad that apple made it open source so that more than just the what 30 percent market share something like that that they have so they aren't the only ones that are getting this so when you were saying that, I was thinking about them putting market like research for depression, and I was just thinking of like Uncle Sam being like, "We want you to not be depressed." <laughs> yeah, and it's I I think it's really awesome that you know that because people with depression and people with you know any kind of mental disorders, maybe they're not going to want to look like they're interested in those things because a lot of times. Um, at least at the college that I went to, they would post ads for uh, research uh, studies and, and all that, uh, you know, on bulletin boards. And you'd be able to, you know, pull off the phone number and take it home and call it or whatever. But I even myself, I was like, you know, I'm kind of interested in that, but I don't want anybody to see me pull that number off and go home with it. Because then everybody around you is going to go, oh, that fat fucker over there is also depressed. What a what a loser. Yeah, obviously that's moronic, but yeah, a lot of people are going to have that problem, especially with behavioral studies. So it's cool that, you know, it's it's also more private. You know, it goes directly to your phone and only you know that you've accepted it. Yeah, that's true. I would never use anything like that because I don't care. <laughs> but I could see somebody like, you know, who's depressed or, or, you know, fat or something like that, that wants to kind of 
get into those studies and stuff. I could see them doing that, but I I, I don't care. <laughs> it's it's dumb to me. Like I like the whole fitness thing that they had going on where they're um, making a thing to track for the Wii or like those exercise games. Like they had the UFC exercise game for the Connect. Yeah. Like I just I don't get them because. I don't care. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I think I think the whole, you know, the, your phone's going to revolutionize your fitness kind of bullshit. That's all garbage. Tracking what you're doing isn't going to change how much you do unless you're somehow able to guilt yourself into it or like you have a significant other that's monitoring it and says, "You didn't run this day, no dick for you." kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Now, if I had a girlfriend who was like, if you run a mile, I'll give you a blowjob, I would be out. I'd run like seven miles a day. And man. then she'd break up with me because her jaw would hurt. <laughs> it's an idea. I need to write that down. <laughs> or like text your it texts your girlfriend if if you actually ran like what you were supposed to. It's like blowjob week. And that's all it sends to her. I wonder if there's like we could make one. We can make an app that tracks your tracks how much you ran, and your significant other can like say if you run X amount of miles, you get a free blowjob, and it probably wouldn't sell well, but it would be funny to release. Yes, and uh, we'd have to give them a quota, like like you can only get up to like three blowjobs a week. Like the the woman can determine how many blowjobs she's able to give out every week. Yeah. I th- I think I think there's a market there for that. I think I think there's I think I think that's something that uh I think I need to write that down and look into that. I want you to know this was re- this is first on March 11th, 2015. Yes. So if anyone takes our idea, we thought of it first and we want royalties. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, prior art, whatever that's called. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying it because I know next week it's gonna come out and we'll be like, "Fuck." Yep. All right. Anyway, what's the ne- <laughs> keep getting off topic? What's the next thing? <laughs> All right, something that you well, I say care about, but is more like you know relevant to what you care about. Uh, they announced the new MacBook. It's not the MacBook Air, and it's not the MacBook Pro. They're redoing the MacBook name by releasing a third series that is simply the MacBook. And, and it's sim- it's similar to the Air. It yeah, I am calling this because this is this is what I said during the conference. This is going to replace the Air like next year. If not Pretty next much, year, yeah. the year after that. The only reason they're keeping the air around right now, I think, is just because a lot of people are going to be, uh, is it adverse is the word I'm looking for? They're not going to like the fact that there's two holes on the whole thing. Um, and I don't like that. I think this is a terrible idea. Um, I prefer three holes. Oh, I, oh. Oh, I see what I see what you're saying. I said anyway. Uh, well, actually, I'm a bad person. That's what that, if, that's what if, that meant. If I was honest, uh, it's funny that you put it that way. I would kind of agree in this case. I think it would be best if they had three holes on the MacBook, and that is they have a they have a combined headphone jack where it's a you know a three prong 
uh, audio jack where you can do mic and headphones in the same thing. Um, but then the only other port on there is a USB-C port. And that's the charging port. That's the data port. That's the Thunderbolt port. That's everything. That's every everything you're going to plug into there other than the headphone jack is that port. Yeah, that's that's my main problem with it is that the same port that you use to charge your MacBook mm -hmm. in order to use anything else with it, you have to unplug it from the charging port and then plug something else into it. And uh, I'll let you explain th how that's going to work. Well, basically what this is, is it's another case of Apple pushing forward an emergent tech uh, with one of their products um, before it's really ready to be that way. Uh, they did the same thing with Thunderbolt and you can see how that went with nobody buying or nobody making anything that's Thunderbolt compatible because no one cares. Uh, this isn't going to necessarily happen with USB-C, but this is not the way USB-C was intended to be used. Um, I'm not, I I'm not sure that anybody's made any other USB-C things. I think maybe ASRock put out a motherboard, but basically USB-C, yeah, USB-C is just supposed to be the next step in USB. Um, the port on your, on your phone, uh, even if it's Apple's is a USB port. Um, the, everything on you your, should Usually it's a micro USB. Port. Yeah, it's a micro USB port. Uh, our microphones use mini USB, which nothing uses mini USB. I don't know why they did that. That's beside the point. And then we both have the we both have the Yeti microphone. Yeah, the blue. Just so you guys know, we use the blue Yeti. Um, then on your computer, what you see is USB A. Um, and that's the that's the rectangle one with a little white or blue piece inside. Right. Uh, so. Then, you know, a lot, a lot of people probably wonder where, where's USB-B. If you've had a printer, uh, pretty much, you know, since, you know, the 2000s, maybe, uh, that is USB-B. It's that weird, not... The weird, like, square -ish Yeah, one. it's not quite square. It's not... A, it, it's this shape and you recognize it as, Oh, that's a printer cable because that's the only thing that anybody, anybody ever put that thing on was printers. Yeah, that, that was, that's originally meant for something. Um, that's so a is something like you're going to be unplugging and plugging in a lot. And B was originally made for stuff. You were going to keep plugged in pretty much all the time, which a printer would be something like that. Okay. Just so you know, I took classes that talked about that. So, but in any case, what uh, the USB people, whatever they're called, decided to do was make USB C, which is about the same size as micro USB, but can do everything that every other type of USB port can do and more. And it's reversible. And it's reversible, which was something that. You know, I I, it, it, I don't know why that wasn't like a big clapping thing, because I know that's the thing everyone hates about USB is that am I putting it in the right way or am I just missing the port? Great. Now I got to look at it. I can't see it. Somebody give me a flashlight. 
Everyone hates USB for that fact. S- seriously, every time I put in a <laughs> USB port, it's always the wrong way the first time. Exactly. So that fixes that, and it's smaller. It has higher throughput than USB 3.0. It's technically USB 3.1, and everything that USB-C will be able to do besides the reversible thing will be part of USB 3.1 spec. But USB-C is pretty much meant to totally replace that that rectangular port. USB 3.1 really is only in in the form that it is the rectangle thing. It only exists so that you can still use your old devices because it's going to be a long time before we completely get rid of USB 3 on back. Yeah, I I don't because a lot of things still released right now are still USB 2.0. Yes. And I mean, our microphones are USB 2.0. Yep. The headsets we get are USB 2.0. Webcams. Uh, pretty much everything. Windows 8, even whenever it first launched, uh, didn't even have like very good USB 3 drivers. Uh, some people, whenever they would plug something into their USB 3 ports on a brand new Windows 8 system, it just wouldn't work. Yeah, um, I I just built a new computer and it's pretty nice. It has six USB 3.0 ports on it and four 2.0. Yeah. So there's still gonna be 2.0 probably for the next couple of years at least <laughs> until everything gets switched over to 3.0. Yeah, I mean, we had USB 1.0 going oh, up until. God. Uh, up until like the the only thing that I can think of that was a mainstream product that still used USB one was the original Xbox uh, that used USB one as its connector, and it was. But that was that was just for a controller, and it was a modified version of USB one. Well, it was they modified the port. That's really all they did. Yeah, yeah. But you can you can wire together a USB cable into the. controller connector and it'll just read like a flash drive if you want it to uh but you know they still like if you plug if there are usb1 flash drives which i don't think those even exist uh maybe they do but if you think they do if you plug that into usb3 port you know it's compatible and yes that's the that's the good thing about usb is that it's always been backwards compatible and with USB-C happening and with them only putting that on this new MacBook, uh, a lot of people are going to be really pissed off about that. And they already are. Uh, that doesn't, okay. Okay. That doesn't piss me off. The fact that they have USB-C on there doesn't really piss me off. The fact that they are, it's the only port on there that kind of pisses me off. Well, yeah, it's, it's because what's at, what is Apple doing with this from a business standpoint? Like what idiot said, I know, let's just put one port on there. The logic behind it is very likely that, well, so we can sell adapters because they're going to sell video output adapters. They're going to sell USB-C to USB-3 adapters. They're going to sell USB-C to iPhone adapters. They're going to sell splitters so that you can charge your computer and have it powering a USB device at the same time. Yeah, Yeah, they've already released. So how much was it, $1,600? I think it starts at $1,300. It's the same price as the the cheapest MacBook Pro, I think. Okay, so it starts at $1,300, has one port on it. So you're spending $1,300 on a laptop that 
has I, I'm trying to remember the specs without looking at it. Eight gigs of RAM. Yep. Uh, was it a dual core processor? Uh, yes, because it's dual a dual core processor. It's a core M processor. Yeah, it's a dual core processor. Eight gigs of RAM. Uh, I'm not sure about how much memory is in it. It's uh, 256 uh, gigs solid state. So, solid state drive. So that's nice. But you can get a you can get a 256 gig solid state drive for a little over a hundred dollars now. Maybe even less if you went on one of the cheaper brands. Yeah. Um, and it's really thin and really light, but I don't care. And about you that. also get the super pretty screen that. Oh yeah, you get the retina screen or whatnot. Yeah, whatever. The thing that it's it's like a really awkward resolution that nothing's going to display properly in, and I don't understand why it exists other than so you can say that it exists. So we have a mediocre <laughs> laptop. Yeah, it's, it's specs wise mediocre laptop, one port. What are the adapters going to cost us? Uh, Twenty dollars. Um, I have, I honestly haven't looked, but whenever I have looked at, at like the cost of official Apple adapters from back when I worked at Radio Shack, God rest their soul. Uh, <laughs> um, I was that was a rhetorical question. I know how much it costs. I know, okay. Eighty dollars. Oh, what? <laughs> it's eighty dollars. See, I was for... gonna say like thirty, <laughs> maybe fifty for like the video adapter. <laughs> no, so they have they have an adapter that I believe has HDMI. A USB port, maybe another port on there, maybe three ports on it, $79. Okay, okay, so I, I this is a rhetorical question, but <laughs> just to preface it, explain to me the logic in making a two-pound notebook that's the thinnest you've ever produced and then force you to carry around an extra adapter that's a bundle of cables with you everywhere you go with it to be able to use it for anything. There's logic behind it because (laughs) Apple fans are (laughs) retarded. Exactly. I understand that. It's just... Like why we are people going to buy this? It's not a matter of, of why would people buy this. It's it's just why are they? Why is this a thing? Okay, because and and we I've tried to explain this to people. You've seen the posts on Facebook. It's not a matter and this is good for Apple and it's frustrating to people like us who look at things objectively. Mm-hmm. Because People who like Apple like Apple without any real logical sense (laughs) because they look at things that Apple does and it's, it's the trendy thing. It's, it's something that they, they're just like, well, it's better. Yeah. And you ask them why, why is Apple better? What makes them better? And they'll say, well, okay. Um, well, Macs don't get viruses. Yes, they do. Macs have a lot of viruses now because they are getting more people coming over to them. So more viruses are attacking Macs. Why are they better? Well, it runs faster than Windows. Okay, no, it doesn't. Yeah, Um, it it doesn't. Studies have proven. Actually, they've done research (laughs) and they've proven that Windows, at least for video games, 
with the same hardware runs at about five frames a second faster than max. And I mean, I can, I can explain sort of why this is. Um, it, it really comes down to just the way that OSX interacts with video hardware compared to how windows does it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it just comes down to that OSX is very much so designed to be a prettier operating system. And I, I often don't like I, I used to to be one of those people that's just like, well, apples for the people that are monkeys that go pretty, pretty shiny. You know, I don't like to call people stupid just because of the things that they like. But that's all OSX is really about uh, that you could. And that's why it looks like it's faster or that it runs things smoother. It's because the operating system actually prioritizes the rendering of its own elements over whatever it is you're doing so that it looks like what you're doing is running rather smoothly. But in reality, it probably isn't compared to what it would be doing on either a Linux or a Windows box, depending on, you know, what you're doing. Well, and there's other things we can get into. We can get into video editing, and there's a fallacy there where people think that Apple products run video editing software better, which they used to have very, they used to have premium video editing software, but that's kind of gone on the wayside, so they're pretty much even now. Yeah, Adobe, um, the entire Adobe suite is cross-platform, and I have used the entire Adobe suite on both platforms. I've used Final Cut Pro 7, uh, and I've used Final Cut Pro X. Pro X is very pretty, and has a very simple interface, and I like it for that. But let's be honest here, uh, whenever you're doing real professional video editing, you want something that's powerful, not just pretty. And Premiere does that far better. And it's cross-platform. And in my use, it has actually outperformed Final Cut. There are also reasons for that, which go into uh, Final Cut uses AMD processors, or AMD's uh, GPU. Uh, The way that, that their GPU functions is a lot more, it makes OpenCL work better. Um, and that's what uh, Final Cut is designed around utilizing for rendering is OpenCL. Meanwhile, Adobe decided to go the NVIDIA side and use CUDA uh, as a preference. It will work with OpenCL and it'll be accelerated by OpenCL, but it's designed around using CUDA. And to be fair, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this, but NVIDIA cards are better than AMD cards. They are. Generally. Uh, Almost invariably. Um, In in terms of gaming performance, even, uh, you know, uh, power per dollar, uh, NVIDIA beats AMD all day, air day. Uh, Yeah, but let's not get into that because that that could start a bigger thing. Yeah. More of a big thing than us saying, well, fuck Apple. Yeah. Not that anyone's going to listen to this, but... Right. (laughs) (laughs) But um, going along with that, so basically people will buy Mac hardware just because it's Mac, not because of any logical reason. Yeah. That happens a lot. I mean, people get fanboyism. Mm -hmm. So people get fanboyism towards Sony. People will get fanboyism towards Xbox. Um, I honestly have fanboyism towards NVIDIA and Intel. <laughs> I will not buy an AMD product. 
I I would if they weren't so fucking shitty. <laughs> yeah, see, that's my thing. But like, I mean, even I'm not so, even, even I'm not even trying to be a fanboy about it. It's just that I haven't seen an AMD processor able to outperform my 2500K for for what like like for for anything like or it's, my 4790K. Yeah, like. Oh, I love my process. Anyway, go. <laughs> like it's 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 pointless to to try to argue with somebody that is bent on what they like and what they prefer. Uh and you know, part of it is also probably that the operating system at first glance appears completely different from Windows. Uh I know my boss at work uses his uh, MacBook Pro exclusively, and it's not necessarily just because he likes Apple products. It's just because it's what he's used to, and he's scared to change. Well, and and to be fair, I get an Apple computer. Like I go and somebody will be like, "Hey, fix my Mac," and I can do it. I'll figure it out. But I don't know Macs as well as I do um, Windows products. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll go in there and I'll be like, I, uh, how do I view anything? This is shit. Yeah. Because they're, at first glance, their operating system looks really nice, looks really easy to use. But once you get into the technical stuff and trying to go in deep and, and change things so that you can do stuff or look for what's what the problem is, it's a lot more confusing to somebody who's, you know, used Windows for a long time. Yeah. Because everything's kind of hidden away. Well, yeah, and it's um, it's just a difference in the design philosophy between Windows and OS X. It's just that OS X is a lot of like the stuff that you can do through a through a GUI in uh, Windows. You can't do it in OS X. It's if you want to do that, then you should know how to use the terminal because OS X is a is a POSIX compliant operating system so if you're going to be a technical guy well then use the terminal like a technical guy mr technical guy it's kind of like um it's kind of linux basically it's it's a form of unix or linux it is um and that's that's why it doesn't bother me quite so much anymore because with me doing stuff in in debian you know, it's it's not so scary. I've also gone out of my way to try to learn how OS X works by running it on my own machine. Yeah, you still need to set up my game server. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someday. Someday. So, <laughs> someday. But I, I was like, yeah, I got a server. I'm not gonna use that. Yeah, I got a website. <laughs> hey, hey, I've been using that. That's what this podcast's gonna be posted on. Yeah, you you have and been. You, I linked I linked over to you about the Bitcoin thing actually. Cause, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, because I realized, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, a lot of people use uTorrent. I should tell people about this. And then I went, wait, Nathan wrote about this. I'll just link to that. So I did. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think I make some pretty decent posts. My grammar's not the best, but... I didn't read it, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But, uh, no, I, I, I assume that, uh, you know, you typically... You typically at least sound like you know what you're talking about, and that's all that matters. I, I, I try to. Um, I've made a couple of posts because it's it's really random what I post on. So, uh, we'll we'll stray off topic again, but that's <laughs> what our pod that's what it, it's going to turn into. Yep. So, um, I post about what's relevant to what I like. So, 
a lot of what I'm going to post about is video games, um, different things that happen in the tech world. You know, this uh, this whole Apple thing, uh, different things like uTorrent. But I also really like wrestling, which a lot of people don't. But I'm going to post about wrestling. I actually wrote a post about it, and my friend was like, first thing you write is fucking wrestling." Mm-hmm. Really, whatever. So. Um, it's kind of eclectic what I'm going to write about. Um, and I have an idea and I'll mention that later on to see if we can get more Twitter followers, but, um, or for me to get more Twitter followers and hopefully more people going to my Twitch and hopefully more people going to the website and, uh, I'll run it by you on the podcast and see what you think of it. Okay. Um, Next okay, next story for Apple. We've we've done <laughs> yeah. gone off topic a little. Okay, bit. we didn't. We like. I don't even know how far we got with the MacBook, other than it has one USB port. Um, it, I think that's as far as we got. Yeah. Um, it also added a new touchpad, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, a lot of people yeah, are going to hate it. Um, it's force sensitive, so it's like as long as you press down the button. It roll right click. Like if you if you tap it, it does a left click. If you hold it down for a couple seconds, it does a right click. Yeah, it doesn't have a physical button anymore. It, yeah, it's yeah. only pressure sensitive. And then they put a little a little actuator in there so that it feels like you're clicking even whenever you're not. It even makes a clicking sound. Yes. From what I was reading. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't like that i I don't either but but there is kind of a philosophy behind it and i it's kind of the philosophy 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 that they did with uh the xbox and i'm presuming the ps4 they made all the controls on the outside touch controls because less moving parts means less things breaking yeah so i understand it But on the other hand, I like clicking things. Yeah. I like being able to, you know, grab my mouse and click buttons and stuff like that. So I don't like um, my I I turn off my trackpad on my laptop because I have a mouse that I hook up to it and I don't like it when I'm typing. My hand will inevitably touch the trackpad and it will skip me over something or it will like exit out of the program I'm in. Well, now, uh, with, you know, this being a MacBook, I will say that uh, what everybody says about MacBook trackpads is completely true, and that is that they are the best trackpads on the market, bar none. Um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree, cause I, but I haven't really used them that much. Uh, whenever I used a MacBook for a few days, I was honestly blown away by how different it is compared to using a laptop like a standard PC laptop with a, with a shitty trackpad. Like it, it, it's just, it's good. It knows whenever you don't want to be moving the mouse and it knows when you want to be. So I don't think that's going to be a big problem with this trackpad, which it also looks like it's bigger. I'm not totally sure, but I I think it's the same size. They said it's the same size. Oh, okay. I guess it's just that the laptop is so fucking small that I can't tell. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that they made it the same size as the the others that they've had. Well, in, in any case, I, I really just think it's going to be another case of uh, what I wanted to say earlier was uh, baby duck syndrome, uh, which is 
what uh, I've always used to refer to, like whenever you jump to OS X from Windows and stuff like that, where you're being thrown into a situation that it's not what you're used to and you don't like it and you want back where how it used to be. It's what all old people do whenever they hear new media. Um, it's what I do because I'm 80. Exactly. Okay. I'm uh, actually 80 years old. And that's what I think is going to happen here is that a lot of people are going to complain about it. But honestly, it probably is for the best because it opens up more input options and it gets rid of a moving part that can break, like Nathan said. And, you know, overall, it's it's already a good trackpad in every other way. So how do you make the trackpad better? Well, apparently it's by doing this. And I really hope that other companies follow suit with this. Uh, they aren't the first company to get rid of that button, though. Uh, I think it was Lenovo did that first. And the review that I read of it said that while it worked, it was still really weird because there's just no there was no click at all. You just pressed on that point and it worked. I don't want them to do that with everything. <laughs> and I could see them releasing like... A actual mouse that had forced pressure like that, that would make me very unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me very unhappy, and I know it's going to happen. Because like um, I, I have a magic mouse, the Apple Magic Mouse, um, and it doesn't have it has one button, but it knows whether to right click or left click because the entire top part of it is a touchpad, and even that was like hard for me to get used to because. I have two buttons on on every other mouse. Like, it's not the same. Give me the same. And yeah, it, it's weird to get used to. But overall, would I say that the Magic Mouse for a regular everyday use mouse is probably objectively better? Yeah. Um, in some ways. Uh, for video editing, it's goddamn wonderful because you can scroll sideways. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's... It's just another example of it's not something I'm used to, so I don't like it. And yeah, that's that's what I think is going to happen with this touchpad. But unlike with the Magic Mouse, I don't see anything really wrong with this. You don't need to have that button pushed in. That was just always there because what else do you do? And now we have something else to do. We put a tiny wee balance board underneath the trackpad and that tells how far or how much you're pressing on it. And then they put the little taptic feedback thing because it just feels good to have that. That's why every phone but the iPhone has a haptic feedback whenever you press on things. I generally turn it off. A lot of people the, the do. Happy, because I um, uh, like saving battery life. So, <laughs> and so I, I'm, I don't, the only thing I don't save battery life on, which is the only thing that would really save me battery life, is dimming my screen. Yeah. But I don't do that because I, I need it to be very bright because my eyesight is shitty. Um, I've been running, I don't know if you've seen on Facebook, I've been running Lollipop for like, uh, Lollipop, but lollipop. A, yeah, thanks, thanks, my stepdad who made the same joke. Uh, oh, lolly, lolly, lolly. Run, anyway, I've been on. running it for about a week. Uh, my battery life has at least doubled uh, since then. So, oh. um, it's actually pretty impressive, and that's even without all the battery saving stuff that I had back on KitKat 
with because uh, I had a couple things that ran under the exposed framework and that's really buggy in Lollipop. So, uh, but yeah, just running it straight up. Um, I get minimum of like four or five hours of screen on time. And if the screen is off, it'll last me at least a, like full, maybe 16 to 18 hours compared to maybe 12 beforehand, like, and plugging it in while I'm in the car, it, it doubles the battery life throughout the day. So like they, they give me, it gives me a lot more battery to work with and probably for you as well. I don't have Lollipop because I have an Amazon phone. Yeah, yeah, you might eventually get it. Maybe I don't know. I didn't even. Maybe if I maybe if I jailbreak it. Yeah, you can you could root it, which is yeah, what I, I had could, to do. Yeah, I I thought about doing it, um, but then the like download this program and I downloaded the program and it wouldn't install right away. So I was like, ah, fuck it, I don't care. Also, the problem you might run into is that you know it's it's the Amazon phone. So, I mean, I don't know if you use any of those silly features that it has, but you wouldn't have those anymore. No, I turn off the 3D. Well, then it wouldn't matter, would it? Why'd you even <laughs> yeah. fucking get it if you just turn off all the features? It's $200 for a decent phone with a year of Amazon Prime. Okay, the year of Amazon Prime, kind of. Because I was going to so, say, for 350 you get a way, way better phone with the OnePlus One. So yeah, but unlocked, unlocked, two hundred dollars. You get a year of Prime, so essentially I would pay for Prime anyway. Yeah. So that cuts it down to a hundred dollars, and it's a decent phone with I believe I got the sixty-four gig. Yeah, with the year of Prime, that makes it completely worth it. Oh yeah. Um, going on. Uh, were we talking more about the MacBook? Um, yeah, I just got done with the touchpad. Um, no buttons. Nobody likes it. Uh, next up is the keyboard. Uh, I've only read like two articles on the keyboard. Uh, nobody likes it either. Um, they made it thinner. It's 32 gigs, by the way, my phone. Anyway, they made it th thinner. <laughs> they, yeah, they, um, th they were talking about how most keyboards use the scissor, uh, key build thingy. I don't know what you want to call that. Um, but it's just a rubber dome keyboard and it uses a scissor switch. That's what it, that's what it is. Uh, function to push the key back up whenever you push it down. They designed a new thing that makes the keys more stable because people gave a shit about whether their keys wobbled when they typed on them, apparently. Uh, I guess. I <laughs> it makes them more stable and it also makes them more durable. Because instead of having a rubber dome, it's like a, I think it's, I think it's aluminum or something like that. They put some kind of metal dome in there instead of it being rubber. But, oh, hey, hey, for our UK fans, we have to say aluminium. Yes. We don't have any UK fans, but no. we'll say aluminium. But in any case, uh, what this also has the unfortunate side effect of doing is greatly reducing key travel. Um, and if you don't know what that means and it's not self-explanatory enough, it's literally just how far your finger has to push down before the key hits the bottom of, of the key button thing, um, for it bot bottoms out is, is what they, they call it, which I find that funny because during, uh, the conference, 
the guy that was introducing the new keyboard thing, he was talking about how people that use the uh, scissor switch in the laptops, it uh, they, whenever they're typing on it, uh, they they you you see them hit the keys and and they bottom out all, all the time whenever they're typing, and it makes for a very uncomfortable experience. Well, that's what happens. What? what? Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Uncomfortable experience. I don't know. Like, like the only I, keyboard I someone... that you can't bottom out over and over again on is a mechanical one. Are you gonna shove a five-pound keyboard into your laptop, MSI? Um, yes, <laughs> apparently they will. Yeah, uh, but uh, like I don't know what the hell that was supposed to mean. But this new uh, butterfly switch is what I think they called it. Uh, bottoms out way faster. It has half the key travel. And the article that I read that talked about how it feels, he equated it to uh, typing on a touchscreen. It, it felt more akin to typing just on a flat surface than it did on a keyboard. And I don't like that. No, that, I, I don't <laughs> like that at all. No, because that's what the uh, the touch keyboard for the surface is. It's you're just typing on a flat surface, and no one likes the touch they, keyboard. Why didn't they just create a touch keyboard for the fucking MacBook then? I guess that would have been more expensive. I don't fucking know. Like it wouldn't. I, it, it would have been too much change all at once, maybe. Yeah, they had to make something to go with their uh, their one fucking USB port. Right, right. And anyway. and getting rid of the button on the touchpad. So the <clears throat> keyboard's shit. Uh, um, the keyboard's shit. Um, they have individual lighting on every button now, or uh, every key. Ooh. Now. And, I mean, that's it's not like... Those LEDs are expensive. Well, actually, they, they said that it, it made it better. You know, and it was, I don't know. I don't know why this is. It probably, so when people look down, they can see where their fingers are pressing. Because they're going to be feeling like they're on a fucking touch screen. Yeah. So they don't know where their fingers are going to be. Because <laughs> I don't see any, uh, maybe there is. I don't see a guide button. You know what I mean by that? On the on the keyboard. Like there's no raised portion to see where your like, finger is on like the home the, keys. The, like the J and F. Yeah. yeah, like the little. I don't mm -hmm. see that. Maybe it is there, and I just can't see it because of the really awkward picture, and I'm not clicking on the video. But maybe that's possible. In any case, that's what they changed about it. They made the keyboard all around shittier, and then put individual LED lighting on there, which is something that most keyboards have had for the last few years, anyway. Oh, good. Um, I see. Is there? Oh, yeah. There's no fans on it either. Um, that was the other oh, big yeah. thing. This is what I wanted to uh, mainly talk about with the MacBook, is that there's no... Oh, oh. I, I want to go back here before I tell you this. Okay. This is going to go into what you're talking about. Okay. The CPU is a dual-core 1.2 gigahertz, <laughs> or 1.3 gigahertz. Yes, and the key thing here is that it's a Core M uh, processor. It's meant for this this use case where you have a fanless device it, it generates so little heat that in something even you know something even this small and with no fans whatsoever it, it just will work at full speed the problem is that's not much 
<laughs> yeah, it's one point something gigahertz. Yeah, which gigahertz doesn't mean as much as it used to, um, mainly because, like, it, so much has gone into in the way Intel manufactures their processors and the way that they're designed that even lower clock rate it doesn't necessarily equate to a cripplingly slow processor compared to another one. But in this case, this processor sucks. Yeah, it is. Okay, so it only has two cores. Mm-hmm. Um, which, it doesn't have hyper-threading, so it's just two cores. Yeah. A typical laptop processor. I have a laptop processor. I, I have a laptop that I bought two and a half three years ago that has an i3 dual core two point something gig processor so it's going to theoretically my computer can maybe outperform this new macbook um also would like to mention uh intel is coming out with a product known as the compute stick which is a full-fledged x86 computer in something that's the size of a chunky flash drive. Like, it's an HDMI stick. You just plug it into a TV and then plug that into a USB port, and it works. It's a full x86 quad-core atom processor-powered computer. That doesn't require any fans. Or if it does, it's a very, very tiny one. And that atom processor will more than likely outperform this processor. This thing is a glorified netbook. Okay, okay. Let me just d- mention something. The Raspberry Pi 2 <laughs> has a processor that is 900 megahertz and is quad-core. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, that Atom processor, it's also quad-core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, while the the MacBook is going to have a faster clock rate. I believe that the Raspberry Pi 2's processor will outperform and actually, the MacBook's processor. Uh, I think the Atom processor that I was talking about is also like double the clock rate of that. It's over 2 gigahertz. I know that. Yeah, so basically <laughs> what we're saying is the processor this thing, is shit. This thing's a glorified netbook. Yeah. Like, the, the MacBook Air was was that already pretty much like it could it can do some things it'll just do them very slowly this thing i don't don't know what it's gonna be able to do other than pull up facebook why are you gonna pay that much money for something that has less power and the same battery life as a macbook air because I'm assuming that a lot of the battery life is because of that stupid screen. Because something's yeah, got to power that screen. <laughs> yeah, that's a really uh, awkward screen. They should have just made it 1080p. But That, that would have been fine. Nobody would have been able to tell. But, and especially considering, do you know what the MacBook Air screen is like? Uh, no. It's garbage. <laughs> it is garbage i was actually thinking maybe i'll get a used macbook air you know because i'd really would like to play with a mac and then i went and i i looked at one at best buy and i was like this is a this is a macbook and the guy was like yeah yeah it's macbook air it's uh, it's incredibly light and it's uh very small and portable yeah but 
I think the screen on my mom's Toshiba laptop is better than this thing because it's, it's 11 inches and it, I think it runs at like 1366 by whatever. 768. Yeah, 768. That's like, what my laptop runs at. Yeah. yeah. It looks like shit. Like you look at that and then you even look at like the non retina MacBook Pro and the difference is insane. Like you turn around and look at the TV playing the ads behind you and it looks so much clearer than this shitty fucking thousand dollar laptop that you've got on the table here. Like, I don't understand anything okay. about that uh, are screen. Are we done with talking on the specs of the app, the, the MacBook? Well, I mean, what else do you talk about? Yeah. Otherwise, okay. otherwise it's, well, it's tiny. There you go. I know. I know. But I just want to go back here. I bought, as I said earlier, a laptop. over two years ago, at least two years ago, has an i3 processor that's dual core, six gigs of RAM, uh, I think a 200-something gig hard drive. Um, It has, you know, display, like, has HDMI out, has USB ports, has a USB 3.0 port. Bought it for $300. So it this MacBook is a thousand this new MacBook is going to be over a thousand dollars more than the shitty laptop I bought and have very similar specs. Yeah. I I don't under, I don't understand. <laughs> if you buy a laptop don't buy the MacBook. <laughs> just it, just it, please it my don't. my buddy pointed out that if you are somebody that buys Macs or you want to buy a Mac, don't buy the new MacBook. Just buy the 13-inch MacBook Pro because it's exactly. it's the same price. You get maybe two hours less battery life out of it, but it has the same retina display. It has the same touchpad. It has the old keyboard that actually has travel and it's it's not as it's not as tiny and compact but it's also like five times more powerful than the shitty ass new macbook yeah but you and i both know that it's going to sell like hotcakes oh yeah yeah. also i've never really seen hotcakes sell that fast yeah but you know it depends i mean i've only been what are hotcakes are hotcakes basically pancakes i believe they are just another word for pancakes Okay, so yeah, I mean, you can buy a lot of pancakes. I've had pancakes. I, I usually don't eat them, though. They're kind of bland. Put syrup on them. Well, I know, but I, I would pr- I prefer waffles because they have like a flakiness to them. Okay, I, I can feel yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So next story. All right, so we spent an hour talking about things that aren't the main draw of the entire F- conference. 58 minutes, and that's with like... 20 seconds of us setting up <laughs> in any case uh apple watch uh it's it i mean it was already announced last year but they finally you know came out with a with an actual demo of it running and all that and they announced pricing on it and they also dispelled the rumors about battery life sort of uh 18 hours was it 18 i thought it was 16 no, they said 18. Well, in any case, um, they, they, they've 
you know, gotten rid of the the whole six hours of battery life thing that a lot of people were, were complaining about. Now, to be fair, it will only get six hours of battery life. Very likely, yes. Uh, but <laughs> but it they say it's going to last 18 hours, and that's... They say that... I'm going to interrupt you because I'm an ass. That's fine. But um, they say that if you leave it in standby, it can last over 70 hours. But 18 hours is supposed to be the average life of the of the watch. Most likely, it's only going to last up to 10 hours of actually using it. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to use it to listen to music. You're going to use it to make phone calls. You're going to use it to read texts. And then you're going to use voice diction to send text to other people it's going to look at your words that you say and completely mess them up because they're ducking retarded and i so, i can i can yeah. i can go along with this completely because i can speak from experience here uh i have a pebble and i've been wearing it uh every day since i got it last year um they advertise that you get up to up to seven days of battery life and I have never gotten anywhere close to that. Uh, I've, Maybe two, two or three days? I get on average probably four. Uh, oh, that, see, that's still good. It is. It is very good battery life. And this is my key talking point here, is that with four or so days, even two days, is fantastic battery life for something like this. So touting 18 hours of average battery life... And everybody knows you don't trust, you know, what the manufacturer says as average battery life. No, <laughs> I worked for a cell phone company. Yeah. No. yeah. Like, I still think that that's ridiculous. They they should have either toned down some kind of feature. I don't know. Maybe the screen that's completely pointless, something like that. But no, they're just going to say it gets 18 hours of average battery life. I'm waiting to hear the reviews where people are complaining that, well, complaining, I say that, but in reality, they're going to go, well, you know, every once in a while, I had to take it off while I was at my desk and charge it for a little while, but it's really not that big of a deal because it's an Apple product and I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm waiting for there to be people that buy it. And say, yeah, I, I kind of have to take it off during the day sometimes so that I can charge it because it just doesn't last. Uh, especially with um, do you Fitness, do you know how the apps button. work on it? Um, no, I'm presuming like, it's stupid. Um, it doesn't actually hold the apps on the phone or on so the on the it, watch. Does it cast it like? Does it cast it from the? iPhone? Yes. All the apps are actually stored on the iPhone's internal storage. And then as you, whenever you open an app, it then sends the package of, of that app to the watch uh, at, whenever you open it. So not only are you going to have battery life issues because of that stupid screen or just from simply being connected to Bluetooth all day long and receiving your texts and responding to texts and listening to music? You're also running Bluetooth data every few minutes, every time you run an app and you're writing to the flash memory, which believe it or not is actually a pretty big battery killer. 
that was something that they had problems with on the pebble in the first place was that co- if you constantly write and read from the with the flash memory on the device it eats the battery i'm sorry i'm i'm just trying to formulate my words of how stupid apple is yeah even android air or android air android wear stores the apps on the watch like they have four gigs of storage on there for a reason (laughs) <laughs> now, now the new Apple, the new Apple, the, the new Apple Watch has eight gigs of storage. I don't know what it's they supposed actually, to be used for, other than just caching music on the device. I guess. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. Only two gigs of that is going to be used for music. The other six gigs is not accessible. What's it? Oh, it's for the system. Mm-hmm. It's all for the. Oh my god. Yep. Oh, okay. So, so I guess the system get, apps, like the music and the mail and all that, those will be on the device. But everything else, as as far as I know, the last I heard, um, the, in the SDK itself, it warns you to try to keep your app as small as possible because apps are not stored on the device. They have to be loaded every time they're run. Yeah, so... All Which also means there's no multitasking. And, yep. So well, let's get to prices. All right. Um, the cheapest one is three hundred fifty dollars. Which is okay, but the new what Pebble Steel is two hundred, three hundred dollars. Two hundred. Uh, if you buy it during the Kickstarter, I think it goes up to two fifty. Uh, once the Kickstarter is over. I think you can. Okay. I think the steel is like three hundred, though. Okay. Okay. So th- let's say three hundred for the steel, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big, which is good steel there. Um, the Apple Watch it starts at three fifty. Yep. Okay. Not terrible. What's the next price one? Because um, they have three different versions. I think the uh, the one that's not the sport. Uh, just the the regular Apple Watch. Uh, doesn't that start at like five hundred? I'm. It's five something. I th- it's, I, it's either five hundred or five fifty. I think there's something a like there's two different sizes of watch band. That's what it is. Uh, the smaller mm. one is five hundred. The the slightly larger one is uh, five fifty. And then those actually increase in price for some reason. I didn't understand this, and I don't know if it was because they didn't address it. It's just in the poster or the the picture that they showed. The price ranged from this beginning price of like five hundred. And then it went up to over a thousand dollars for this base edition of the watch. I don't know if that's because certain watch bands are going to cost more to a ridiculous fucking agree, apparently, or if that was some kind of mistake or if I misunderstood what was going on there. But yeah, Yeah, I I don't get it either. But yeah, so anywhere from five hundred to a thousand dollars for the second version. Yeah. And then you have the one that you're excited about getting to. Which is the <laughs> Apple Watch <laughs> Edition, which is going to be made in limited quantities. Uh, it's going to be made like out of, isn't it made out of gold? Like it's milled yes. out of pure gold. And it, yeah, and it costs. And Steve Jobs, and it has some of Steve Jobs coming in it or something. I don't know. And it costs $10,000. You know, people are going to buy it. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, they're, they're going to be celebrities. Pay. Celebrities are going to wear it in music videos. Rap artists are going to totally wear it in music videos, and they're going to rap about owning the Apple Watch edition. It's going to be sickening. I I could think of way better things to spend ten thousand dollars on. I could buy a I couple could cars. <laughs> yeah, I I could pay off my car, which was sixty five hundred dollars. Yeah. I could go down to Reno and get 10, 10 hookers <laughs> at the Bunny Ranch that are actually porn stars for an hour. I could what are you going to build... do for that other 90 minutes? Or 90 minutes, 59 minutes. <laughs> for those other 90 minutes, because an hour is 100 minutes. An hour is 100 minutes. <laughs> We're we're working on a base ten system again. Yep. Um, That's how you make a bad joke by <laughs> fucking it up. I could buy over twenty PlayStation fours. Yep. Uh, you could buy fifty. Fifty of those pebbles you're just talking about. Yeah, I could buy fifty of those pebbles. <laughs> is it is it fifty? No. I five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> 500 pebbles. My 500 pebbles. Uh, right? I could put a down payment on a Tesla car. Which I'm very interested in cuz the Tesla's cool. I oh, know it is. Maybe it is. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. But but basically, <laughs> it's a lot of don't. fucking money and that's if you're stupid. thinking about if you're thinking about putting a second mortgage on your home, if you're thinking, oh my god, that looks cool, I normally don't advocate this, but you might want to kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, because... you're just one of the biggest problems in the world, and you're not going to do any good for anybody else. So, uh, yeah, if you could just uh, take care of yourself, that'd be great for the rest of us. I'm 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 joking. You shouldn't kill yourself. I'm not. But but no. But if you do, <laughs> if you're seriously considering taking ten thousand dollars and purchasing something useless with it, what you can do is you can send me five thousand dollars, and I will fly to your house and kick you square in the nuts. And then take the other five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can pay me five thousand dollars before the job, and then five thousand dollars after the job. <laughs> And there is a market for this. They make high-end products. Or actually, they make low-end products that have bling, basically, on them. Mm -hmm. And they sell them at ridiculous prices. Like the Apple Watch. They're making it... it you know, I didn't even think about that. You're right. They're just cutting out the middleman for whenever some other asshole manufacturer goes, Wait, we could stick diamonds to that. And just yeah. does that and then sells it for an incredibly stupid price that some billionaire buys anyway. Exactly. So, but but the people who are thinking about this, obviously the normal person's going to buy the 350 maybe the $500 version. Which is still stupid, by the way. Yeah, which is dumb. But they're obviously, they're going to buy it. The, the people who are going to buy the 10000 are the the rappers or the, the people that have a more money than what they know what to do with you know the upper middle class people the people who that, have vacation homes yeah those people are going to spend ten thousand dollars on a, 
basically a two gigabyte MP3 player. That's all it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's more or less. It's like if you if you bought. It's not even an iPod Touch. It's it's more like an iPod Nano. It's yeah. it's more like an iPod Nano on your wrist, and you can also get text messages with it. Exactly. And you can't and plug your headphones in it. No, but <laughs> but this also says this is also showing that if you don't have an iPod, or I'm sorry, if you don't have an iPhone, the the Apple Watch is useless. Yes. Because you can't do pretty much anything except for put your two gigs of audio on it. Yep. And listen to it. Because you won't be able to make calls. And it doesn't support any platform other than iOS. Nope. The Pebble, I believe, goes between iOS and the Android. It does. So now you're just getting a two gigabyte... I was, MP3 player. Yeah, I was, I was now with the Pebble. There are some features that are on Android that aren't on iPhone, but that's a limitation of iOS. And I can imagine that maybe they'd be changing that fact with the Apple Watch coming out. Maybe there'll be some APIs that Pebble can take care of. But yeah, I mean, you can still receive notifications on your wrist, which is the primary reason to own a Pebble or a smartwatch in general. Uh, and the original Pebble is 100 bucks. That's what I've got. Yeah, but it's black and white, right? Uh, yes, the screen the screen is black and white. It's a, it's a not... They, they call it an e-paper display. It's a memory LCD, but it's not like it's not. If you've ever used a Kindle, it's not like that. It, it's not the e-ink, which is um, basically just a bunch of dots. Yeah, it's it's not something that takes a full second to refresh the display. It's practically as smooth as any other display. It just doesn't use battery or uses an extremely small amount of battery when it's maintaining the same picture on the display. And that's yeah. that's why you get the four days average battery life, up to seven, supposedly. Also, the Pebble is completely waterproof down to five atmospheres of pressure. That's awesome. Yes. I'm presuming the watch isn't. Uh, no, the Apple Watch, uh, as far as I know, there hasn't been any mention of it being waterproof in any way. Uh, also, not even I IP67, that... I think is what most Android Wear devices are. Yeah. So I hear that if you tighten the iWatch too much, it will bend. You making a joke or is that actually? Uh, I'm joking. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> the Apple phone. Yeah, anyway. it's. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me to be honest. <laughs> somebody at a, that would be somebody at a trade show is like, now nah, make it make it a little small. Oh, oh, the screen broke. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then Tim Cook says, "Well, just don't tighten it so much, you sillies. I buy a new one. Yeah, <laughs> buy a new one. Give me more money. Give me more money." I need to roll around in my bed of money. Um, now, what the Apple Watch does have is the heart rate monitor, um, yeah. the heart For rate monitor, um, the heart rate monitor. So it has a heart rate monitor on it um, for when you're working out. Yeah. Uh, those are, so those heart rate monitors. Um. 
how should I put this? They don't really work that well. Oh, really? They give you so most heart rate monitors like that that are on your wrist or, you know, the or the ones that like read your finger pulses or something like that, which they do have, and I had a watch that had that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, they work and they give you a general idea of what your heart rate is. But it's not very precise. The the actual heart rate monitor, the ones that are five hundred dollars by themselves, that have like a strap that goes around your chest. Yeah, those are the ones that actually work really well and give you a very precise, you know, yeah, telling of what your heart rate is. I... This one will give you a general idea, but it's not going to tell you exactly what your heart rate is. Well. You know, let's let's be let's be honest here. Who's what? Xbox turn off. What are you doing? <laughs> yes, kind of like my phone. I'd be like, okay, and it'd be like blue. Okay, Google. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's thought I said Xbox Bing for some reason. Um, <laughs> you said Bing, and it's like, ah, oh, <laughs> yeah, me. You want me? <laughs> um, I think that's the first time I've ever used that fucking <laughs> phrase too. Um. <laughs> But oh god, I forgot what I was talking about because that confused heart rate monitors. Heart rate monitor. Uh oh, most people aren't gonna buy this intending it to be like a serious fitness tool. Um, no, because no, they're gonna buy it because they like Apple. Yeah, because this would be like somebody buying like a Fitbit or something because they really think that that's gonna change the way they exercise. The exercise features are a nice bonus, more or less. It's the same thing, because because you're also not going to get an accurate step reading out of it either. You know, you're, no. You, but, or like how well you're running or anything like that. You're not going to get no. any information that's actually all that useful. It's just good for keeping track of whether or not you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Now, I do want to say... That the pedometer, usually pedometers are very inaccurate. The best pedometer, they've they've done studies that one of the best pedometers ever released was for Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, so you could level up your uh your Pokemon. Yeah, your Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you, you can put. Oh wait, no, you were talking that. about the uh, the new one for uh, the Poke Walker. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pokewalk. Yeah. Newer than the Pikachu one. Yeah, I was just thinking of the Pikachu one. But yeah, yeah, I do remember what you're talking about. The the Pokewalker was like impressively accurate compared to other prominent uh pedometer things. Yeah. But using anyway, using so- a straight up accelerometer is just like it's it, it'll work. Mostly, but it's not going to get you like exactly right readings. But like I was saying with the heart rate thing, does it really matter if you're not a professional? No. Maybe maybe if you're like one of those, like you're you're recovering from like a heart surgery of some kind or something like that, where you have to keep very precise track of your heart rate or else you might die or something like that. But you're going to already have equipment for that anyway. Oh yeah. Like a pacemaker or whatever. Like one of those chest strap things, you know, because, because you're having to do cardio and you have to push your heart so hard, but if you go too far, you'll die. So you need something. And you don't want it. 
just, just so you know, you don't want to die. You don't want to commit suicide unless you're thinking about buying the, the watch. The edition um, in particular. The, the, yeah, buy the lower quality ones. If you buy the $10,000 ones. Die. Maybe giving me money would be the be- better option. Yeah. Because I will program a watch for you. <laughs> and it'll literally just be a watch that I painted yellow. <laughs> but and it'll be one of those 39 cent watches that your mom has in her in her junk drawer in case your friend has a birthday wouldn't that wouldn't that be funny if like the actual apple watch edition like there was some big scandal that came out all they did was just glue gold leaf to the outside of one of the cheaper ones <laughs> i you know i i could see that like they're just gonna be like gold plated yeah like like hdmi cables yeah yeah it's just it's gold plated and nobody ever thinks to scrape off the outer outer portion of it oh oh that would be so bad <laughs> but uh is there anything else that they released anything uh no it was just them using this lady christy turlington burns i don't know who that Ooh. person is I don't know who Christine Turlington Burns is. I haven't is talked... She related, is she related to Mr. Burns? No, because she's real, supposedly. Oh. Um, oh. I don't know who this woman is, but apparently she's one of the top 100 most influential people in the world, according to Time Magazine. Uh, I haven't met a single person who knows who she is yet. Um, I don't i don't really trust time magazine in 1928 hitler was time magazine's man of the year i think that's reasonable yeah and he was nominated for a nobel peace prize okay that's not so near reasonable <laughs> <laughs> yeah in the same year he was released okay so he was released it uh, i think i'm was it 28 or 38 um I think it was 28, but it, I could be wrong. I don't think uh, it would be. Hitler was. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it was before World War II. Obviously. 38's getting like. I don't know That's if that. That's in World War II. Yeah, II. that would That's be in World, World War II. He wouldn't so, get so, anything for that. So, Nobel Peace Prize, 1928. Yeah. Time Magazine's Man of the Year, 1928. Started World War I in 1929. <laughs> So what you're saying is Time Magazine's not necessarily a good judge of character. Not really, no. So no, neither are the Nobel should, Peace Prize. We should be on the lookout for Christy Turlington Burns because after she runs her third marathon, uh, she might start killing some Jews. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With her yeah, Apple she might Watch be like, at I her hate, side. I hate she might be like, I hate gay people, and Tim Cook will be like, ah oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um we have nothing against gay people, actually. No. 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 Like gay people. No, I'd, I'd totally take a blowjob for free from a gay guy. I, I wouldn't go that far. Maybe if he was hot. Yeah. Maybe. I Probably was, not. I, I had a little bit of a man crush on a, on a dude I used to be friends with. I'm not going to lie. When I found out he was bi, I almost, uh, almost uh, asked him about it, but then uh, he turned into a huge asshole, and I was like, no. Don't you hate that? Um, no, I was, uh, I remember years upon years ago. I remember when, uh, it was a good tech was podcast. Fallout, Fallout <laughs> Boy? Fallout Boy. When they were, was it them? They, they were famous. And yes. I looked at a post, I looked at a poster and I was like, oh, that girl's cute. And one of the female friends that I had was like, oh, that's a guy. And I was like, huh? No, it's not. 
<laughs> That's a chick. It's kind of like the Hansons. That's the what Hansons... happened to me with the uh, Tokyo Hotel. Oh, see, the Hansons were the prettiest girls. I swear to God. I don't, I don't know who those people are. Remember Mbop? I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, the three guys that were in that band. All the guys I knew thought they were chicks. Wait, what? Because they looked like chicks. Wait. All of them. Wait, that song's not sung by women? No, it's guys. Did I just blow your mind? <laughs> Are you looking it up now? Oh. <laughs> oh. I've never looked at the people who did that song. Mm-hmm. Ah, Isaac Taylor and Zachary Hansen. Yep. The Hansen uh, brothers. Ah. Uh, okay then. Well, well that's you changed I, my life on the on this podcast that got completely like derailed multiple times now. Yeah, shit happens. Um <laughs> So, okay, let's kind of wrap this up, I guess. All right, let's sum everything um, up. What did Apple actually release? They released a new MacBook that nobody should buy um, in spite of how neat the new trackpad might be. Um, and those that are looking to buy the new Apple or the MacBook Air next year probably won't be able to because it's going to be this piece of shit. Um, um then uh, I guess you could say the Apple Watch exists. Uh, I guess if you really, really want one, at least you can get one for three fifty and not necessarily ten thousand. Um, but be on the lookout. But look really, if you're gonna get an Apple product, you might as well get the ten thousand dollar one. You gotta get the best, man. Then we just go over how these people are. You trying to lure people into the suicide club? <laughs> Yes. Is it so yes, they can they can take out a second mortgage on their house, then realize they took a second mortgage out on their house for something that actually cost Apple maybe a hundred dollars to produce and they paid ten thousand dollars for it? We could be like we could be like um free Big Macs to anyone who has an Apple iWatch ten thousand dollar one and then put them all into a room and gas them. Going back to the Hitler thing again, huh? <laughs> what can I say? Okay, I'm. I love German. Hitler. <laughs> oh, if anyone listens to this, I'm fucked. <laughs> um, Hitler was a bad person. Hitler was a great man that did a lot of terrible things. Yes, he was. He was. He had. Um, he had decent ideas for some things and he did help the the german population from what happened to them after world war 1 but the way that he went about it was probably the wrong thing to do yep and, and uh, then the uh, the only good thing apple did all day that day was make a new research information gathering platform for uh universities and medical professionals and that's that's a cool thing and i'm glad that's happening yes so 
There you so, go. Yeah, that's the that's the conference along with a uh, random tangent from <laughs> Reeton and Aroa. Yeah. Um, but so to end this podcast, I mentioned earlier I was gonna try to do something to help get more followers for Twitch, more people coming to my website, more people following me on Twitter. And I'm gonna run by the fire row and see if he thinks it's a good thing. Free blowjobs. To... Close. Free ice cream. Yes, and blowjobs. No. <laughs> uh, um. So they have a thing. I was just going through Amazon. I was scrolling down, and they have a giveaway thing that you can do through Amazon. Okay. <laughs> so on some of the products, I believe if you have Prime, you can do giveaways for products. So instead of buying it for yourself, you can buy it as a giveaway, and then somehow you you do a, a thing, like a raffle or something like that, like X amount of people do this, um, then you do a raffle and they get the product. That's a cool, that, that's, that's neat. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. So Friday is Friday to the 13th. Typically a day that people do scary things. Friday the 13th, you know. Bad things happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to play Five Night at Freddy's. My friend bought me Five Night at Freddy's 1, 2, and 3. Oh. I'm going to play Five Night at Freddy's. And what I was thinking was if I can do it, going to Amazon.com, if they sell Five Night at Freddy's, which I'm not sure if they do, or I'll figure something else out, um, like maybe a Friday the 13th like Blu-ray Blu or something like that. If I can't find the uh, Five Night at Freddy's game and have that up for, you know, auction or, or whatever for the raffle and say I buy two copies of it. So two people who follow me on Twitter, I'll randomly draw and give them, you know, Five Night at Freddy's or a Blu-ray of Friday the 13th or something like that. Okay. Does that sound like a good idea? That sounds, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. See, that way, um, and then, of course, Aroa can be on the stream with me if he wants. Yeah. I mean, and I can, pre I can pretend to have a heart attack from the bad jump scares. Yeah. It, it looks like an okay game, but the problem I have with it is I think people freak out about it a little bit too much. They do. And on purpose. They do. And I can't do that. The third one, I think, is a legitimately good and actually kind of intense game, though. Have you played it? I have. Okay. Um, I, I played the first one, and I've played the third one. I've watched people play all three of them. Um, and the first one was pretty good. I think the second one was, if anything, kind of a step, like backwards and to the side at the same time um it focused way too much on frenetic gameplay and not enough on the actual like being scared thing yeah um but the third game is a really great mixture of the two um so yeah the the first one was a cool experiment the second one was a failure in, pro in progressing the idea the third i think found that sweet spot and so, yeah, that's, it helps that's that I idea. actually give a shit about the story. But so, so that's my idea on trying to get more people on Twitter, getting more people on Twitch, because I can't get more people on Twitch. I've been hovering around 466 to 477 people for about the last three months. 
Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I don't stream as much as you do, obviously, but yeah, like um, I've gotten three new followers in the last year. So yeah, so I mean, it's 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 hard. It's hard to get new followers. Uh, yeah, and it's it's a do, and and you could do. I mean, you you have a decent job. Sometimes now, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> um, so you could also do that too. Like, say you know, start a thing where you. I mean, it's Five Night at Freddy's at two, three is what five bucks. Uh, yeah, I think it's eight, but yeah. Yeah, it's like eight bucks. So, you know, it's not going to break the fucking bank to do a couple giveaways for that. Yeah. So, and so if you did that or I did that or both of us, um, and of course I have you linked on my, uh, Twitch. Yep. Cause I'm a good friend. Hey, you're on mine. Yeah. I'm a better friend. Is it because you have a big picture on yours? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, oh yeah, I, I did tell you about this earlier, but uh, yeah. So I gave my my friend a Kindle. Yes. Um, he's gonna give me fifty bucks for it, and apparently, uh, I took my penis picture and put it on there, and he's dumb and went to my pictures on the Kindle before erasing everything, and uh, he, you know, he looked at my <laughs> penis. Isn't that something that maybe you should kind of notice that he did though? Why did he go through your pictures on the Kindle before erasing it? Yeah, I don't know. What was he looking for if not your penis? That's true. Like, <laughs> I, I always try to stay away from, like, my pictures or my documents on my friend's computers because I don't want to see. Like, I avoid stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry, Aroa. I don't want to see your penis. Yeah, I mean, I would go through my friend's uh in some cases, but that was only if I thought their girlfriend was really hot and maybe they had like some, you know, booby pics on there. Um, yeah, that's always nice. Yeah. And I've already seen Tyler's dick, so I don't really care. Um, yeah. But yeah. See, I don't really care about seeing it, but I try to. Yeah, you know, it's not as, avoid it not, as much as possible. Yeah, I'm not going to go looking for it. But I'm sorry. If your girlfriend's got fucking triple D's and I'll see somewhere, I know what I'm saying. See, we've been through this before, but I like smaller boobs. All of my friends do. See, I, I well, it doesn't really matter. It's just I like I like more perky ones. I want them, I want them big and floppy. I want them to flop around. He's talking about Tyler's penis, actually. <laughs> I want to flop around like two big dicks attached <laughs> to the chest. <laughs> you want them lactating, so it feels like there's cum yeah. coming right out of it. I want to suck the cum right out of them titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one's going to listen to this. That's a, that's a podcast right there. That's, that's yep. Cut out all that oh, Apple man. shit to talk about the lactating tits. <laughs> all right. So, uh, that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> Good luck Thanks for editing this Thanks shit. for listening. Thanks for les listening. If you ever, if anyone listened to this, I hope on your on your ride to work, or I hope you listen to it, this at work on the loudspeaker, <laughs> so you you're gonna hear Aurora talking about how he wants to suck cum out of tits. Yes. So, all right. Well, see, I don't want to do a weekly podcast because I'm lazy. Okay. So we'll figure something out. Yeah, it's but, just do, it could just be periodical and just if something important or significant happens, we just talk about it. 
That's true. Yeah. The problem with weekly ones is that... Some weeks there's not uh, going to be anything to talk about. Yeah. I'm still recording. Uh, I am too. Oh, good. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll probably do podcasts periodically whenever we feel the need. Um, I have a better microphone audio setup than I did before, so it should sound pretty decent. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.